1: Hello there my very good friends on today's wrestling news. Vince McMahon wrestles at WrestleMania 38, Edge's new heel stable is coming together also at WrestleMania 38 and Triple H leaves his wrestling boots in the ring, you guessed it, at WrestleMania 38. But first of all, we'll kick things off by talking about Roman Reigns, the undisputed top guy in WWE. I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. Right, Roman Reigns won the main event, didn't he? Winner take all, you know the drill, Universal Champion, he was already that. But now he's the WWE Champion as well, combined together to make, what's the official phrasing of this new thing? The undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Pretty typical match of the Heyman format, bombs all over the place, high drama, callback to crown jewel with the referee bump and the belt shot, but that was overcome this time and in the end, Roman Reigns puts Brock Lesnar away, he escaped the F5, he hit a spear, one, two, three. all kinds of signature moves, suplex City, Superman punches, belly-to-belly suplexes, you name it, this match had it. If you want our deeper thoughts on this, you'll check out, you will check out this star rating video uh, later on today that we're going to shoot after this news video for publication later on. But there you go. Roman Reigns is the unified champion. He's been universal champion for what, like 18 months. Um, He hasn't been pinned or submitted in two years. He beat Brock's ass. Brock had been WWE Champion since day one, of course. Um, Lots of stuff going around prior to WrestleMania regarding these unified belts be a number one person with both belts coming out of Wrestlemania but it isn't believed that WWE will keep this going forever. It's believed they will split off again at some point. No word on when that's gonna happen yet. But, yeah, that's the story coming out of WrestleMania. It's Roman Reigns. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's the expected result. And, you know, fair play, we rag on WWE, like, relentlessly at this point for their absolute inability to create new stars. And instead, they've taken the plural away from that and just created a megastar in the frame of uh, Roman Reigns. They've committed to the act. The act's incredibly over. If you look at the SmackDown ratings, they are, like, beyond impressive by modern standards. I think the key problem all along, if there is one, uh, at least objectively, with this Roman Reigns push. That they have not built anyone anywhere near the level of someone who can like take the titles off him as a babyface, which leads me to believe Andy Murray. Just a little fantasy booking to flesh out this pretty sort of expected story. I think he's going to end up the face out of all of this. I think people have gravitated towards the act. I think the cocky demeanour is way better than the monologues, incidentally. This new sort of super athlete with the eggshell egos, way better than monologue Roman. So much so that I can definitely see them turning him face and then rafting up the, the, the level of heel challenges to run at him to prolong this long all the more. If I'm them, I do a double turn with Cody as a sort of outsider interloper. Um, like representing AEW in anything but name and Roman can be the baby face who stands up for WWE because at this point they've really got nothing else
1: and we'll do a little bit more on this when we hit our Twitter, Twitter questions later on uh, Vince McMahon wrestled last night uh, yep it, it was reported a lot in the build up and then it was unreported by people saying no it's just going to be the heat and a big thing bouncing all over the place, but it came to fruition. Um, it happened after Pat McAfee versus Austin Beery. Again, our box will come in the Star Ratings video later on. Pat McAfee beat Austin Beery, uh, kind of rolled him up, and then he went, Vince, I want a piece of you, old man. Vince kind of teased taking the shirt off, then put it back on. Everyone cheered at first, then they booed because they wanted to see him do stuff. Uh, he eventually took off the shirt, the jacket got in the ring, had a match. Match is a stretch, but, you know, there was a bell, it rang, and there was a pinfall, and Vince won. Uh, so, yeah, Vince McMahon beating Pat McAfee. It was his first match in 12 years since, of course, the maligned Bret Hart thing uh, at WrestleMania 12 years ago. Steve Austin comes down afterwards and kicks everyone's ass. Vince kind of, I mean, he's 76, fair play, but you know, the stunner was what it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know how to to say more than that, without giving too much of a away,
0: yeah, absolutely we will again, as Murray pointed out, we will save our in depth technical analysis of the technique and the storytelling and um, within that match later on when our star ratings video <laughs> drops, uh but they knew this was terrible, Steve Austin laughed out loud, they knew it wasn't going to be very good, um, spoiler alert maybe it wasn't so great but again we'll let you know in the star ratings video it got over in the arena everyone had a laugh yeah in the stadium it all was there. funny everyone had a laugh um, I'm not sure if I did um, I don't want to simp for a billionaire quite frankly yeah. I don't think it's possible and this is just me being pedantic maybe not being in, in the spirit of the fun but you, not like, like simp Vincent Manon Pop for it's so bad, or so bad it's good rubbish and then bemoan why the Intercontinental and US titles weren't defended on the show at the same time um, it's the same guy doing it um, I understand being around a, a megastar and a guy like Vincent Mann would create sort of, uh, sort of compel you to react in the stadium. But sitting at home on a UK sleep schedule, I was just kind of bored, and I thought he made a tip of himself.
1: I did laugh at it, but it was more from Schadenfreude. Yes, of course. Uh, Moving on to our next story here. Edge, he's got a new stable. So this was reported a few days prior to WrestleMania. It was Fightful Select coming through with a scoop stating that Edge was probably going to get some kind of heel faction in WWE and that Damien Priest was a name who could potentially be involved. There was no word on when that would come together exactly, but it was believed potentially it could be imminent. And it was imminent because it happened last night. Edge wrestled AJ Styles. Again, star ratings video. Come and see. We're shilling like hell. I love it. Uh, Uh, He won because AJ was going for a phenomenal forearm. He was on the apron, of course. Damian Priest just teleported down the ring, I guess. Uh, He was standing there looking scary, looking sinister. Uh, This distracted AJ, but he went for the phenomenal forearm anyway, right into a spear. One, two, three, match over. It was clear after that that Edge and Priest were on the same page. They kind of were in the ring together. They looked at each other and and smiled a little bit and left together, all of that. So the first building block for a new Edge faction is Damian Priest. They've had backstage interaction interactions before, but nothing on this level, certainly. Uh, Here we go. Who else will be added? No idea but the building blocks are in place.
0: Absolutely. I do find the optics on a Schadenfreude level quite amusing that sort of Edge's new young understudy guy is like nearly 40 years old but at the same time there's a difference between your actual age and your character age in WWE. Like Damian Priest hasn't been like overexposed in the system for years and years and years to the point where it feels ridiculous associating him with the star of Edge's caliber because it's not going to go anywhere. Like Damian Priest has still got potential they still like him Um, he hasn't got As many years as, like, sort of a Lee Mario or a Daniel Garcia, obviously, or a Dominic Mysterio. There you go. You know, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting new development. It's a bit dark and sinister and supernatural and gothic for my subjective tastes, but I do think there's a benefit to have someone sat under Edge's learning tree. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Wonder if uh,
1: Edge
0: can teach Damien Priest some of those wonderful facial
1: expressions. Our final story of the day Triple H showed up at WrestleMania, nice moment. Follows up, of course, on him appearing at uh, Stand and Deliver when he uh, embraced Tommaso Ciampa and what was his first appearance on that brand, obviously, since he suffered heart failure last summer. Um, And this was, of course, his first main roster appearance since then. But the show opened with him after America the Beautiful. Uh, Triple H came down, big pop, as you'd expect. He did his full entrance in his suit. Kept it brief, he just said, hey, welcome to Wrestlemania, basically, but he left a pair of his wrestling boots in the ring alongside the microphone. That, of course, is symbolic of a pro wrestling retirement. Uh, He had the recent interview with Stephen A. Smith for ESPN, where he confirmed they would never wrestle again. The man's got a defibrillator, so fair play. Um... But just a nice moment, I think, regardless of your opinions on Triple H as a performer and all of that stuff, at the end of it, the most important thing coming out of this is that he's still around. He's got three kids, he's got a wife, he's got a family. Uh, That's the most important thing. It's a nice moment to see him back and, you know, walking down the ring and saying, welcome to WrestleMania. The arena loved it. Symbolism of the, the boots in the ring. It always works unless it's with The Undertaker. He comes back less than a year later. But I digress. Good for him happy that triple h is back on his feet happy that he's seemingly able to compete to continue in some kind of executive capacity we don't know exactly what that's going to be but good for him enjoyed this
0: yeah i enjoyed it too i am not a triple h guy it seems almost like callous or unnecessary to point that out given this kind of story yeah. and the events that led to it but i'd rather be uh, consistent and look like an absolute yeah, cloud absolutely. chaser like, i've never been the biggest triple h guy but you know even though I don't think he's given as much entertainment as some of his biggest fans would argue. Um, to the contrary, it was still nice so he could go out on his own terms. Now, one last WrestleMania moment, if you like, and look, he's very well liked, I think, within the WWE system. Clearly, he's got a following, even if I'm not myself the biggest Triple H guy. It was the absolute right place to do it as well. Like, Triple H is kind of synonymous for better, always, uh, with the WrestleMania stage, and that's the one he left his boots on. Nice symbolism, nice moment, set the tone for a momentous, if overly nostalgia fueled evening. Yeah, man.
1: Just a nice way to start things off.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs.
1: and uh yeah let's get to your twitter questions uh, the first one today comes from batman the batman i assume uh, who asks since the monday after wrestlemania is upon us raw tonight of course um what surprise appearances slash comebacks do you hope to see so they've certainly got a few in the chamber with regards to people who are recovering from injuries but who do you reckon is going to show up potentially on raw and smackdown this week as well
0: i'd like to see bailey Um, show up again and I'd like to see her in the babyface role Um, I wasn't again particularly into the heel shtick um, during the pandemic but I think it was very critically well received Um, I think her work especially um, opposite Bianca Belair um, was really really well done quietly well done um, but really well done but if you uh, remember she uh, there's a sort of social media post where um, Bailey was um, requesting from Dax Harwood um, the best Bret Hart matches in which he sells a leg obviously the Bret Hart mega fan came through I think within six seconds of like six matches and that would indicate to me that Bailey's going to come back. It's a baby face, and I think tonight is a. Is she's medically ready, of course. Would be the night to do it. I'm a huge Asuka fan. Uh, I think Asuka's one of the few wrestlers who can transcend like a synthetic WWE presentation. That isn't necessarily for me. I think her charisma shines through. Would love to see her back in action. Uh, on the male side. Oh, I've got no idea. Who could... Uh, shame. You <laughs> there, you go. Why not? Uh, Here comes the Why Murray. not?
1: We got, actually got a bunch of questions about Braun Breaker, which I think makes sense. So I kind of took this as like a catch-all to get to those. I think, like, his loss to Dolph Ziggler, I think, was very telling. Um, I don't really... Beyond, like, obviously, Dolph Ziggler, uh, ratings-wise, has done all right in NXT. It's got, like you pointed out yesterday, it's gone up like 0.02 or something like that since he's been on the show. Um, that could be seen as the reason for him retaining the belt, but by the same token, you can absolutely imagine Vincent Van being a guy who lays eyes on Braun Breaker and immediately goes, I don't care if he's only had 15 matches, pal. That's the guy. So maybe he'll show up, but yeah, let us know in the comments section. It's always a fun time. The past few Raw after WrestleManias. Kind of mid, not really as surprise laced as previous years. I think that started in 2019 when it was basically, hey, here's Lars Sullivan and the bar. (laughs) Basically, hopefully it's a bit, you know, hopefully it's a more traditional role after WrestleMania tonight. I'm looking forward to it regardless. And if there are big stories, we'll have them on the news tomorrow. Anyway, second question comes from Nicho, who asks, so much wrestling. Good morning, gents. Almost forgot the, the poison trees. Thank you. Good morning to you. Uh, with so much wrestling going on this weekend, what was your favourite match of the bunch? For me, nothing topped FTR versus the Briscos. Yeah, that was my favourite match as well.
0: Yeah, FTR versus Briscos. If for whatever reason you haven't watched it, go out of your way and watch it. I would describe it. As me and Murray have got very different wrestling tastes. Some, uh, some the same, some different. Um There's a plethora of uh, different tastes across the Rock Culture Wrestling office and indeed the entire fandom. I would struggle genuinely to think of a a modern match that is kind of impossible for any pro wrestling fan to like. It was just absolutely great, realistic. You had sort of high spots that were never to the detriment of the realism of the story. Dax Harwood was just going absolutely with his one body part, his fist, where he was selling it, where he was trying to perforate Mark Briscoe's eardrum. It was just all really built, nice, patient build, um, like a hot as hell action, massively um, sort of like just jubilant atmosphere, like it's, it's a celebration of pro wrestling. If not that, I thought, Becky uh, yeah. Lynch versus Bianca Belair on the WWE side was the best match of the weekend. And in a deeper cut, me and Murray together watched John Moxley versus Fifth Busick from GCW Bloodsport. And my God, it was tremendous. Intensity, fire up spot machismo, blood, head drops, just the idea of these two blokes just beating the absolute (laughs) hell out of each other in this intoxicating rhythm that never relented and built and built and built, ridiculously intense, like never outstayed its welcome even if you're not a big fan of the grapple style, which you kind of abandon at some point and just have a fight. Incredible. Um, those three for me were the
1: best. Yeah, uh, the, the three best for me as well. I, I will say I've still got loads of stuff to watch. I'm looking forward to checking out this uh, critically lauded weekend that Mike Bailey has had. Yeah, I'm going to um, check
0: some of that out yeah. as well.
1: Just haven't had the time just yet, but I will get to those. That's my top three for now. I will say that for pure fun factor, and I'm not arguing that these are better or worse matches, but for fun factor, Cody and Steve Austin were awesome as well. Yeah. Let's uh, get to our final question here. It comes from Edwin Jungle, who asks, uh, who can actually be a decent challenger for Roman Reigns now with how protected he is? Yeah, that'll be the big question coming out of a wrestling mania um, Like Danhausen. <laughs> what is it Wilburne does? He does a Borat, doesn't he? Very nice. uh, yeah, he very, very nice, very evil. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Shout out to Danhausen. He's great. He's over as hell as well. Danhausen's challenging Roman Reigns, not really. I think you na- hit the nail on the head earlier with Cody Rhodes. On the babyface side, if you don't do some kind of turn with Cody, I don't think there's many compelling options left. I think they might look at Drew potentially, even though he's been kind of in the molasses with this happy Corbin feud. It's just, it's one that they've not done at least in a while. Um, so they may potentially go to him, not necessarily as a title change, but for me, really, they've just been handed, like, they've been handed this golden opportunity. They've been given a ready-made star, that kind of makes good for the lack of building someone up credibly to take the belt from Roman over the past 18 months, so it's a boring answer considering we've already gone over it, but it's kind of the only one for me
0: I'll expand my thoughts on it very briefly I mentioned that he should be presented as an interloping outsider, yes he got a mega baby face pop at Wrestlemania I think a lot of people are just excited to see a new star in the WWE context, because again they're not really great at creating those themselves um, but at some point people are going to have to reckon with the idea that Cody has been sort of smack talking WWE for the past three years I have to wonder how much credibility he has in the babyface role it would be an absolute career achievement in a career full of them if he's able to just sort of maintain this and become a babyface star but I truly think the money is in him sort of embodying the values and being snide about how um, he formed this uh, great alternative that everyone's worried about and Roman Reigns can sort of embody WWE values and have this sort of pseudo interpromotional match like it just feels like I mean in the comment section there's a very, very good chance in there right now, you watching like one company over the other. If you're sort of not that kind of person, fair play. Like, I wish I could be more balanced. It just helps that is not very good, so it's hard to be balanced. But the thing is, what I'm arriving at here is that the tribalism runs so deep and it's so palpable in its emotion, it's sort of dominated wrestling over the last three years. Why not play with that in the fiction? And the thing is as well, Cody Rhodes is such a phenomenal heel. He is absolutely great at it. that. If he does this sort of outsider shtick and you have this great program with Roman Reigns, People will fall in love with him as a heel because he's so funny. Bullet Club is fine. The redesigned logo t-shirt. <laughs> like everything he was doing in like sort of the spring of 2018. The guy's great at it. So great that you can just turn babyface all over again. Because heels become babyfaces. Stars jump between promotions. Not one of them has got a fixed sort of earnest sort of personality. All of this is fine. Work me, brother.
1: There we go. Great, great, great. Thank you for joining us for this morning's wrestling news video. Uh, you can follow us on what Culture WWE, on um, Twitter, of course. As I said earlier, star ratings coming soon. Maybe a second news video. Who the hell knows? It's a busy-ass day. You can follow Michael on Twitter at... M. And you can get me at AndyHMurray. The H stands for, hey, I hope uh, the Raw after WrestleMania is good. See you later.